uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to UC Today Out Loud. Customer experience is one of the most important facets of any organisation and cloud service platforms are becoming a key part of that provision. Workforce optimization specialists Calabrio understand this better than most. Their Vice President for Strategic Platforms, Ross Daniels, joined me to discuss all the considerations of moving to CX provision in the cloud. Uh, so I started by asking Ross about the main reason that customers decide to move to the cloud in the first place. So I think, uh, you know, a few reasons why, you know, contact centers are sort of in many ways kind of next on the list of applications moving uh, to the cloud. Um, certainly you have all of the, you know, kind of traditional kind of cloud drivers, the, you know, flexibility, uh, the ability to uh, spend uh, operating expense versus capital expense, the ability to, to flex and things like that. You know, some of those I think are, are uniquely suited for the contact center, right? Uh, so if you think of seasonal work in uh, in customer care, um, the ability to burst and you know easily add agents uh, and uh, and reduce uh, agents in a contact center is really well suited to kind of the cloud business model. Um, and then, you know, I would say as well, the, you know, contact centers, um, from a feature standpoint, um, you know, I think are looking to do more um, with simplicity uh, as well, right? So they're looking to always add more features, but they want to do it without the complexity that typically accompanies um, on-prem uh, software. Uh, and so, you know, I think that those are, are you know, kind of, big drivers behind the, the move to cloud for, for customer care. It seems from my perspective that Contact Center and UC have slightly lagged behind other technology areas in terms of cloud uptake. Would you agree with that? And if so, why do you think that might be? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that, um, you know, it's, you know, we're in the sort of sweet spot of the the upward trend now, right? We're we're certainly not not at the peak yet. Um, so uh, that that's you know sort of a different way of of saying the same thing. Um, you know, I'd say reasons for you know relatively slower adoption of of UC and customer care uh, in the cloud. These are very conservative parts of organizations. Um, you know, in certainly on the contact center side, we can talk about about UC a little bit here, uh, given some of my background. But you know, voice has always been sort of a special case in the enterprise. Um, you know, in in many ways, um, as sort of the, I guess, sort of the first widely spread business communication tool. I suppose we could we could put mail um, first, yeah, but uh, yeah. written correspondence first. But um, you know, is really think about the expansion of, of business uh, in the last century, let's say, um, voice, I think the original communication form. And so it's always kind of held a, a special place um, within the realm of business applications with a lot of specialized knowledge around it uh, over the years. Um, you know, I've often said that, you know, if, if you can't trace your roots, you know, all the way back to uh, you know, sort of um, uh, you know, uh, Lucent Labs or uh, AT&T Labs uh, back in the day, um, it's, you know, you, you're, you don't have the bona fides in the voice industry. But, you know, there's there's always this sort of mystique. There's always been this sort of mystique uh, around voice. And um, I think that that's sort of part of it, the specialized skill set and sort of the business criticality that um, that voice uh, has sort of always maintained that's, that's kept people moving a little bit more slowly in terms of... Um, 
you know, you see as a service. I think regulation, by the way, um, which I'm certainly no expert on, uh, plays a part in that as well. Um, just anything to do with voice and, and regulation tends to slow things rather than speed things up. Uh, on the contact center side, um, we almost take that uh, sort of business criticality to the next level, right? There's nothing more important for a business uh, than making sure that, you know, when the phone rings with a customer on the line who either wants to, you know, on, in the, on the good side, place an order, <laughs> uh, or on sort of the support side, you know, fix a problem, um, there's just nothing more important for an enterprise than making sure that that connection goes through. And so with very conservative uh, decision makers in the contact center, I think that that's uh, contributed to, uh, to part of the delay uh, in, uh, in uptake. Uh, maybe the last thing that I'll say here is that, um, especially around voice, and we should talk about some of the other channels too, but especially around voice, you can't do contact center as a service very well unless you have UC as a service or some sort of a voice platform uh, to build upon. Yeah, yeah, and so, you know, sort of one follows the other, and we've seen that in uh, in customer care across multiple generations of technology shift uh, at this point. It's, you know, if you look back 15 years, let's say, or maybe it's closer to 10, um, the shift from TDM to IP happened first in the enterprise, and then contact center lagged by, you know, two to three years, let's say. Uh, so it's not unreasonable to see a bit of a lag of uh, contact center as a service or contact centers moving to the cloud, um, you know, being a little bit behind. I don't think it'll be quite as far behind, but a little bit of a lag uh, to UC as a service as well. That's what I always assumed, that there might be a, de a delay because contact center is such a critical business function that there's potentially been a reluctance within organizations to put such a critical business system into into a cloud environment. Yeah, and I think, you know, so again, I sort of want to come back to uh, digital channels versus voice a little bit. So I certainly, you know, think that that, that thinking continues to exist on the voice side or, or that that's been part of the decision-making process. When you start to think about digital channels, right, so, you know, email, text, web, uh, things along those lines, um, the situation's a little bit different. Um, I think because those technologies are newer, uh, because they don't have that sort of mystique of voice associated with them, um, people have been more inclined uh, to move those workloads uh, to the cloud sooner. Um, and so you've seen some sort of split uh, type of deployments where you might, you know, have some sort of, um, you know, email uh, management uh, software in the cloud while voice is on a separate system still on-prem and things like that. That leads to its own set of problems in terms of integration and agent management and things like that. Um, but I'd say that as customers... I think we should remember that customers are kind of at the at the heart of all of this, but as customers um, are looking to do more and more via digital channels. That's really interesting what you said there. The, so those new channels, as you said, so web chat, social media, etc., uh, are probably more used by newer generations uh, who might be less inclined than, than previous generations to just jump on a phone call to discuss something. Yeah, I mean, I think um, that's certainly true and, in my belief, not the whole story. Um, I think that everyone, actually, almost everyone, uh, is more inclined to try to do something in a digital channel before they, they jump on the phone, right? There's going to be, you know, exceptions. Um, yeah. But I'd say that, um, you know, even, uh, you know, even folks who, you know, 
even folks older than I am, um, but you know, sort of the, the, the sort of the baby boomers and such. I mean, you know, uh, I venture to guess that uh, that, you, that your parents, as uh, as mine are, are on Facebook about uh, 18 hours a day, it seems. So they're pretty comfortable in certain digital channels, right? Um, and the reality is that um, you know the the phone. Um, certainly isn't going away, far from it. All the stats seem to indicate that digital channels are additive rather than replacement. Um, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen a single study that, that shows that, that phone calls themselves are declining in any, in any meaningful way. Uh, contacts overall are up. Um, because of the addition of digital channels. So, you know, I, I'd sort of, you know, twist a little bit or shift a little bit to your point, Patrick, that um, you're right that um, certainly millennials um, and, uh, and, you know, Gen Xers uh, are going to want to always try to find a solution on their own um, or try a digital channel uh, for assisted uh, service before they jump on the phone. Um, I'd extend that, though, and, uh, and say that I'd say almost all audiences, all segments, all ages um, are going to want to do the same thing. And that brings us nicely onto our next point in, in, in terms of what companies should be looking to do or, or, or their main focus anyway w with new technology areas, whether that's cloud platforms, etc., should just be looking to improve that, that customer experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about improving the customer experience, right? And, um, you know, I think we see that more and more in um, you know sort of you know corporate messaging right um, if you read uh, you know annual reports and letters from CEOs and things along those lines you hear more and more every year um, that customer experience initiatives and uh, and the importance of the customer being sort of central to um, the profit making ability uh, of a corporation now you know in the contact center space you know Folks, folks like me, recovering marketers like myself, um, have been saying that for years, and it's it's been true. Um, but it's a build, right? So you know, while ten years ago you might have seen you know five percent, um, sort of the leading edge of CEOs uh, indicating that uh, the customer experience was the most important thing, that's built over time, and now you see it more often than not um, that the only true differentiator for for an organization is how they take care of their customers. Uh, and that's, again, that's sort of, I think, what keeps drawing people into this industry. I think it's what keeps this industry so vibrant is, you know, the recognition that there is a person on the other end of the channel, whatever it is, the phone, the, the email, the text, um, who has something that they're trying to solve, right? They either want to place an order, they want to solve a problem, they want to engage with a company. And um, there's just sort of nothing more pure about business than that. And again, that's a fascinating point and, and correlates slightly to what we were discussing previously in terms of how different generations might want to interact with, with companies for customer service. But it appears to me strange. Is this something that businesses are just realising? You know, sort of CX and customer experience seems to be a real buzzword at the moment. Is this something that we've only just realised that the customer should be the main focus? It seems to me that this should be something that we've known for a long time. I think 
more and more companies are only just realizing. And I think that there's been, again, sort of leading edge companies who've realized it for quite some time. Um, and I think that there's still plenty of, uh, of organizations who are still coming around to this point of view. I mean, just look, look at the, what, what's the, the most typical thing that you might hear whilst you're waiting on hold? Uh, or waiting in queue, uh, uh, you know, on a voice call uh, in a contact center. The phrase that you're most likely to hear is, your call is very important to us. Please continue to hold. And you just can't, you can't sort of understand the juxtaposition of those two things. If my call were really that important to you, you'd answer it. <laughs> so, you know, and again, I think, again, technology goes a long way. I mean, I've, I've become a you know, pretty big fan of sort of, you know, uh, entering in uh, a phone number uh, rather than waiting uh, waiting in queue and getting a uh, an automated call back I mean that that's you know technology that's been around uh, for uh, for quite some time um, but it just you know for me that's a time saver you know and I think the you know for giving customers that choice and again that feeling of of a bit of control of the situation is important as well. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of times customer frustration is born out of uh, a feeling of helplessness, right? Again, a lot of times customers, you know, trying to solve a problem of some kind, my bill is wrong or, you know, oh, my gosh, I need to make a payment or I'm going to get a late fee or, you know, my, my TV is out and Game of Thrones is about to start. I mean, whatever it is. Um, it's very important to that person at that moment. And so uh, an organization that's able to, you know, provide a bit of, uh, of choice, uh, of comfort and of, of actual caring about that customer and their experience in that moment, um, goes a long way, uh, to keeping that customer, um, uh, happy and, and one of their customers for a long time to come. Uh, there's ample research that, um, you know, organizations that, uh, that actually successfully solve a customer problem, even a really bad problem, end up with more loyal customers than, than, uh, than organizations that have a customer who never has a problem. And in terms of providers, so say for workforce optimization systems like Calabrio, the fact that customers are now using cloud models, does, does this give them more power? Um, say, for, say, for example, 10 years ago, you bought a contact sense system and effectively you've invested in that system and, and you've got it for a while because because you've leveraged that investment and you and you can't just swap it out instantly. Now organisations can say, you know, if the, if the cloud solution you've provided for us isn't right in twelve months, we can potentially go and look at other options much more easily than we could have done in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it does. I mean, I think you know, in certainly on the. Uh, uh, I'd say it's, it's true across whether you're talking contact center infrastructure or workforce optimization, sort of any of the, the you know, pieces that, uh, that comprise a contact center solution. You know, certainly on the infrastructure side, we always, you know, sort of thought about uh, a sale and a customer uh, in at least a 10-year cycle, right? So it's like if, if we were able to win a big enterprise deal um, in contact center infrastructure, uh, you, unless you really mess something up, uh, you, you could count on being able to provide services to that, uh, to that entity, to that enterprise for, you know, probably about 10 years. Um, 
and you know maybe longer, right? I mean, Absolutely. again, you, you could you could you could go and double that. But I mean, we we talked about sort of generational contracts almost at that point. Now they weren't strictly speaking generational, but because especially in the enterprise or the larger enterprise, because contact centers are so uh, the systems in contact centers are so interconnected. Um, Every piece of that really matters. Uh, and so, you know, certainly in the cloud, I'd say that there is more flexibility. I don't want to overstate this, though. Um, because contact centers are, um, again, the systems are so interconnected, um, you can't just be switching, you know, willy-nilly at, at sort of, you know, on a whim. Um, what we do see um, is that... Um, you know, enterprises are, you know, looking to uh, to make switches for whatever reason. And, you know, for thinking about WFO right now, um, there's a lot of movement from uh, sort of legacy on-prem, um, you know, recording and quality management and, uh, and workforce management solutions to cloud solutions. Um, and, again, I think the way we think about that um, is once we've got a customer in the cloud, um, it really is uh, about making sure that we continue to earn that customer's trust month after month after month. Um, it, it's not a, okay, we've secured this customer for 10 years. It's we now have the right and the obligation to do what that customer needs for us, what that enterprise needs from us uh, this month. <laughs> and if we do a good job this month, then they'll stick with us next month and next month and next month. Um, so I do think that there is more power uh, to contact center operators now than there was in the past. It is easier to switch, um, but don't go overboard in thinking that it's you know you can switch at a moment's notice. It's it's a it's a bigger decision than that. Absolutely, and I suppose the the point you made there is that the responsible salesperson or, or provider of a service ten years ago will have had the same philosophy as they would need to have now in that the solution they're selling needs to be suitable over a set time period rather than, you know, say, selling a system or a solution and just running away effectively. Correct. Yeah. I mean, sort of the, you know, drop and stop is just not going to not not going to cut it. Right. It's it's about continuing to, again, the, the same way that that we would advocate for any enterprise to engage their customer, uh, a provider of, you know, Workforce optimization software like uh, like Calabrio uh, has to continue to engage our customers on a regular basis um, and in the cloud to make sure that they're taking advantage of um, all of the capabilities that they do have. Right? Um, when that's one of the big differences that we see uh, in you know between uh, legacy sort of on-prem software and uh, in the cloud is it really becomes uh, a matter of um, uh, optimization and uh, and adoption, right? Adoption is key. Um, it again in in sort of the old world. Again, you could sell a system with a thousand features, and the customer might only use a hundred, and you didn't really care. Um, it was okay. Well, the customer is getting what they what they need. Um, what we see in in cloud contact centers, again, whether it's CCAS or WFO or anything else, um, is really about getting customers to adopt more broadly across the organization, so number of users, and depth of adoption, uh, so sort of the the number of features that each user um, is accessing on a regular basis. Completely, and that user uptake 
factor is, is, is critical, isn't it, in terms of success of any platforms that deployed and, and in turn success of how that reflects in, in the organisation that's, that's providing the customer service, you know, experience to customers? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, that's, you know, one of the things that we think is, is so important um, in this sort of, you know, this sounds a little grandiose, but sort of this age of the customer or the age of customer experience um, is that, um, again, enterprises that are providing services to end users, to end customers, um, have so much more information available to them than they've ever had before. Um, you know, they have, you know, things like the voice of the customer, um, uh, quite literally, right? So with, you know, with 100%, uh, you know, recordings and advanced analytics, you know, literally the ability to to find that needle in a haystack. Um, you know, I want to find in, in a year's worth of calls uh, a customer who had this particular problem uh, in a call with an agent in this locale and uh, a call that lasted, you know, more than 10 minutes, um, and where the someone on the call, whether it's the agent or uh, or the caller, uh, said these three phrases. Well, it's like you can actually go and find that, and it takes about a minute <laughs> to to set up that query, maybe less, um, and and literally find that needle in the haystack and and understand um, what that customer said. Uh, thinking more broadly, you know, it's the universe of your customers and the trends that uh, emerge as to really begin to analyze what it is that they're saying. Um, and I'm, I'm using sort of uh, speech type terms here, but it could be in, in text uh, as well, right? So, you know, analyzing the, the, you know, universe of emails or text chat or web interactions that you have or bot interactions that, uh, that a, a customer has uh, with an organization um, now becomes really something that is accessible to an organization and allows them to provide that better customer experience. And, and that's, to me, that's probably one of the most exciting things that uh, that is happening today and that I believe will expand significantly over the next couple of years uh, is just access to more and more information and, and analytics uh, about, uh, you know, the customer base that any organization has. Well, Ross, it was fantastic to speak to you. Thanks so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. It's great talking to you as well. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks so much to Calabrio and Ross for coming onto the podcast to look at CX and how important it is within businesses. As usual, there's loads more related content on our website if you go to uctoday.com and you can find all of the podcasts in the, in the podcast section. Also, you can get all of the latest news and, and tweets on our social media platforms. So if you go to Twitter and LinkedIn and search for UC Today News, you'll find us there. But thanks again for listening.